0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Week two, Richard. It is time. I am ready to roll, ready to redeem myself. This is the Asylum Fantasy Sports Show. Inside slant for week two. We are Fligger and Briggs. Welcome to the
2: Asylum. Sitting down here in cozy Studio B. Yeah, we need to redeem ourselves, pal. But uh, i tell you what, it was week one. There was a lot of hinky stuff happening. And, um, but one thing it's, uh, stay consistent.
1: Out week yeah. Through. Yeah. That comes across here this morning. I very honestly thought he was going to be good to go this week. Last week was a precaution. This is uh, a serious, serious hamstring. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Martellus Bennett. I thought he was a bit of a disappointment last week, but Hey, follow along with the show. We'll get into all this. You can call us up 646-668-8488 at asylum football on Twitter. AsylumFootball at gmail.com. It's not too late to get your questions into the mailbag. We'll do that in the 11 o'clock hour, Richard. So let's get right into it. Uh, we'll, we'll hit the headlines. We'll take a look at Thursday's game. There's a lot to talk about there. We'll do our starts and sits. We're going to pick the games where I went arousing, Rick, a rousing 9-7 last week.
2: Yeah, and that was... Uh... I believe the winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was 8-8, eight and eight, and I mean, that was horrifying. Yeah,
1: yeah it was. It uh, was
2: just all kinds of weird things. But, you know, I'm 1-0. and oh. I did take the Jets coming in, you know. Yeah, uh, I had the
1: Jets. I didn't have a close game, but I did have the Jets. And Luckily, we don't pick against Fortunately, the fortunately, fortunately yeah the Ryan
2: brothers got their heads together you know we 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 put up thirty one and lost, so obviously Greg Roman is not getting enough points for it yeah. so let's get him out of here rob good job uh thirty seven dumped on you. that's not bad at all. I mean you're used to it's a fifty step up yeah it's right, a step up right. Up yeah point, so so rob, I mean you know you are the assistant head coach to the defense, <laughs> which is like a really weird title so he probably doesn't even need defensive coordinator. Nope, They'll just no. make him Rex's bitch, <laughs> and that, that'll <laughs> wow. be that'll be his new title. And he will probably get a raise. And if you keep it under thirty five this week against that potent Cleveland offense, well, yeah. you get another raise.
1: Absolutely, I, I would think so. So yeah, look, Rob Ryan's just an absolute disaster. And if his brother wasn't head coach of the Bills, he wouldn't have a job. What I find curious. I, I glean everything from headlines and never actually read a news story because well, I'm a busy man. We're going on the air here. But I do see a headline on NFL.com that says the Bills owners met with without Rex before Ron's firing. So I think there was something a little more going on there than what happened in that offensively. So. But, but, Bills are a disaster. They could all, for all the world, be one in seven at the halfway point of the year. football, Rick, going into, you already, we talked about Grunt, we'll leave that. There it, it is. Zach Ertz already already ruled out for Monday with that uh, displaced rib, which still sounds just horrific for me. Uh, could could be a pretty good week for Brent Selick this week if you're looking to a nice cheap option, maybe in a DFS, or if you're you know, if you're trying to back up Brent Selick or if you're streaming, Rick, streaming tight ends. <laughs> so now we're going to do this. or you sit over there and pout instead of responding? I don't care for that. All right, Sam Bradford going to start tonight versus the Packers. Does that mean anything to you? Oh, he's still fitting, so I'll just read all these headlines. Russell Wilson. Let's stream your quarterbacks. A lot of people do Everybody that. Everybody, stream them.
2: <laughs> yes, be a truther and stream your Players.
1: Uh, now you're getting it. Now you're part yeah. of the community, and that's what we want, Rick. We yeah. want to be a part of this community. Uh yeah, who, yeah. who cares about Sam Bradford? Russell Wilson. Streaming Wil- Trailer Park. <laughs> what does that mean? Huh? Streaming Trailer Park? Yeah. What's that even I'm just, mean? Well, I'm just
2: coming up with a new term because I want to be elite. I want to be better than you. You don't want to be
1: elite in Trailer Park. It's a Trailer, parks. You it was be a
2: trailer a... Park. P-R-A-K. Well, yeah,
1: you got to spell it wrong. Trailer Park. Hot take.
2: Yeah.
1: Hot tag. <laughs> I still yeah. don't yeah, I never understood All right. We're not going down that wormhole again, Richard. I just might, damn it. <laughs> just the whole show just yeah. whining about all about me. You pretty much did that Wednesday though. You hijacked yeah. the show with your hissy fits. So why don't we <laughs> provide some fantasy knowledge? Like
2: to? you never have. Never, obviously. Not, not one time. No. Not one time. <laughs> I
1: am here to serve the listening audience. That is what I do. I
2: better get to the chat room just to see if
1: it's uh you know, if people believe that. Oh, they' yeah, it is boiling over with hot takes right now, Rick. I can guarantee you yeah, that. Yeah, it
2: is. Choppy audio. That's oh, what it says.
1: Fantastic. Is Isn't that great? Need. All right, Rick. Well, y- you talk for a minute. Let me see if All I right. can't resolve that issue.
2: Anybody else in the chat room having uh, choppy audio right now? Um, I don't know. We got a question popping up, but um, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, no. Yeah, I guess I guess they can hear it. Right. Scott Fish is a Rick Briggs truther, but this week he's streaming Flieger. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's a... You stream him all you want. <laughs> it was
1: choppy, but not anymore. All so right. We're all right. Yeah, I okay, got the problem guys. cool. Problem resolved. I had to, to do a little boost here. Yeah. All right. So you said there was a question in there? Yeah, we do
2: have a question. Let's it, knock it is out. Uh, need one running back from Yeldon Hyde.
1: Riddick or Alfred Morse? I think that's yelled fairly easily. I hate the yards per carry. It's a much softer defense you're going up against. Hyde, no. I'm just no with Hyde. <clears throat> Riddick, I need to see it again. That participation, that Colts defense was so bad. That secondary was so banged up. I don't know how often – you're going to see games like that from Riddick because that offense is going to allow for it. I'm going to need to see it again. And Alfred Morris, I think Zeke Elliott could go out there and really get rolling. I love to buy into the revenge angle with somebody like that, going back to their old squad. But Zeke Elliott's the number one there, as bad as it went. He had a ton of carries last week. So, this is Yeldon. Chris Ivory's still out. This is Yeldon. Yeah. Again. I want
2: no part of Hyde at Carolina. No. Not a chance. A very angry
1: Carolina, I have to presume.
2: Yeah. And, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's Yeldon quite easily. Um, and then Riddick. And, um, you know, Morse. Morris is going to be very valuable if something happens to Elliott. Right. And other than that, he's nothing more than a a stopgap. If, if you have injuries, you right. can get at least a few points out of him. He's going to be a frankly. lot more
1: valuable to the Redskins than he's going to be to your fantasy. Like I said, I love the revenge Cowboys. angle. Or, or yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> I love the revenge angle against the Redskins. I think that he's going to get a little extra work. But after you saw what the dismantling deep d'angelo williams and the steelers did to that defensive front for the Redskins. elliott's going to get going early and off and and, and he's still going to be the numbers guy i think he has well over 20 touches again which just doesn't leave quite enough i bet you more a snipes touchdown i bet you that happens Rick, if there's one available but beyond that you can't trust him all right russell wilson after all those concerns about the ankle all of a sudden not even on the injury report looks like he's going to be a go yeah, what do you do here, Rick? Do you? We, we talked about it Wednesday. I was afraid they'd try to get up early, maybe sit him down. Or there's the thought that as bad as the Rams look, they always play Seattle tough. You've got the home field thing. If you take away Wilson's mobility, he's not Russell Wilson. We saw that last week against a very average Miami defense. I own, you know, I've been all over Russell Wilson. I own him all over the place. I'm not sure what to do. Well, you know, we will get into that in the mailbag. Oh, he shows up
2: there. Yeah, he's been popping up. I think if he's playing, you have to play. Uh, I'm
1: leaning that way. You
2: know, unless you are in a league where you happen to draft, you know, two rounds later and picked up, I don't know, I I can't even think of a quarterback right off the bat, but, you know, a a pretty potent quarterback that has a decent matchup. Right, right. And, you know, that may be – a, a case where you can afford to set him down. But I'm not sure – I'm not sure where that benchmark is.
1: Well, let's play the game. On, okay. Matt Ryan.
2: Okay, Matt Ryan uh, is at Oakland.
1: You know, I – I might go with Ryan. I'm I'm thinking it's I never liked that East Coast team going all the way. No, out I don't out either. There. That makes me nervous. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh
2: Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I I'm you know I love what I saw with Garoppolo but You know Miami tends to play them tough, and you know even if they're mediocre, so there
1: seems to be a narrative that New England after that one big win is going to grind Miami right into the ground. We'll talk about this when we get to the game picks. I'm not ready to to lock that down as a certainty, anyhow. How about Joe Flacco going up against Cleveland,
2: Russell Wilson? Yeah, I I think Uh,
1: I I think you're getting too low with with a Flacco with a Dalton. You know Dalton, he'll put up. 400 yards they may only score 17 points is the way that rivalry worked I think you saw from the Steelers last week they're going to give up a ton of yardage but they somehow make that play they, they keep you out of the end zone they get the turnover they get the sack so yeah I think for the most part unless you got a Matt Ryan might be the floor there you know otherwise I think you got to play Russell Wills and temper your expectations because if he is limited if you take him off the injury report, maybe he's not as limited as we fear. But you take him off of the injury report, I think he's got to be good to go. And well, this, this L.A. team was just horrific. Now, they could bounce back, but just horrific.
2: Yeah. Okay, here's one for you out of the chat room. And then uh, I think we'll have to get to the, the phone lines. But um, Phone lines are clear, my friend. Oh, okay. Rank. I thought there was one on there.
1: No, i lost it.
2: Rank for this week. Palmer,
1: Manning, Big Ben. Yeah, that goes, wow. I'm assuming this guy doesn't have him. It's Eli's number one on this list. Look, I don't think that game's going to be played in the 50s again, but it's still a terrible, terrible New Orleans defense. So I go Eli, Ben, Palmer. And Palmer, Ben, you could convince me to flip that one. It's going to be a real ugly game with Cincinnati today. Ain't going to be no shootout, I promise you that.
2: I don't know. I I'm, I'm I'm I'll go with Eli, you know, from uh, just pure stats standpoint. Um yeah, I'll put Ben second. Um I think they're going to move the ball plenty against Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, look, I mean the Jets had their way with Cincinnati, really. They didn't score True. a ton of points but, right. the, but they moved football on them and I think Pittsburgh's offense is better. So I'm going Ben second and I'll put Palmer close third i mean but you know that tampa bay defense i'm not i'm not sure yet you know on how much they'll give up um but arizona coming off that loss i have a feeling arizona's gonna gonna win
1: that game big and palmer's gonna have a nice game yeah
2: it's gonna be close i think but i still put ben second. yeah
1: so eli ben carson palmer oh it looks like but the phone lines are lit back up. I think I know who this is. Oh, I bet it's not Jersey. Oh, Come it's on. Jersey. It can't be. Good morning. Gentlemen, how you
0: doing today? Got Jersey in the house here. 2-0 yesterday, last week. Man got 189 points. They made some money on the, on the weekly high. Got real high. Got the most points there. Won one nineteen, one fifteen. 115, even losing Keenan Allen. So, hey, a couple quick questions. Um, not that it's easy. My Vikings went off last week. I got to pick the Vikings at home against Green Bay. Or are you talking about Pittsburgh? Uh, either and then Cincinnati. So it's the Vikings or Cincinnati, and then Bortles. Or, uh, Cousins kind of disappointed me last week, but that's until I gotta go one more after that. It's a PPR league.
2: So you're you're talking about picking the defense? Is that first part of yeah, your question?
0: Got, right, first one. Yeah, I gotta go Minnesota or Cincinnati. I went to Minnesota last week, and they gave me 26 points. Man, they lit it up with them two touchdowns. Um, they're playing at home with the new stadium. I think I think their only loss last year in the division was Green Bay did beat them wherever Minnesota was last year. Or do you take a chance on Cincinnati, who who knows what's going to happen, sometimes low scoring, sometimes high scoring, against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh?
2: Oh, I'd still take uh, the Minnesota defense at home, even though they're playing Green Bay. Let's not forget Cincinnati's away, and they're still playing at Pittsburgh offense. So I'd still go Minnesota there. And your other one was Bortles or who?
0: Bortles or Kirk Cousins.
2: Uh, I, I think it's Bortles Bortles without even thinking about it to be honest with you. I mean what Kirk Cousins certainly going to have a better game think, than what he had against Pittsburgh, but but Jacksonville, I'll tell you what, that offense is loaded and even though they had a paltry 1.9 yards of carry last week, they still put up a lot of points against a pretty good Green Bay defense, quite frankly. And San Diego can't stop anybody. So I mean, I you got to go Bortles.
0: All right, I'll do that, because that's what I got him in there now. My last one is, uh know, yeah, it's a PPR, like my flex. Uh, last week I had uh Ware in there. Ware gave me, like, I forget, he went off, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, but I also got uh, Sterling Shepard from the Giants as an option uh this week against New Orleans. Now, do you like me playing Ware in that flex spot? You know, because I got D'Angelo Williams, and I have uh, uh, David Johnson as my running back, uh, and I have – uh alan robinson and jarvis landry as my receivers and i got uh jordan reed as my tight end so do you like me going with staying with Ware in there or do you like me putting in shepherd this
3: week against new orleans
0: cpr league
1: yeah i, I think i stick with Ware. you know he's dealing with that toe issue you know west is gonna see some work but the well, difference for me is impressive as shepherd was and the fact that he's got a much better matchup makes him intriguing but where's the first option in this offense? He, he's going to continue to be that. The Houston defense is a lot tougher. They're going to find the ways to get where the ball in space. Because let's be honest, that's the only way they can move the ball, right? I mean, it's Macklin, it's Kelsey, and it's Ware. So I stick with where there, just simply based on the volume of opportunities he's going to have over a Shepherd, even in what could be a shootout against New Orleans. All
0: right, I'll keep. I'll keep wearing. And last question: What I did is with my running backs, which is nice. You know, I have Johnson, I got D'Angelo, I got where. I have Stewart, and I have Trevor Coleman. I had Matt Jones on there. So what I did is, because I'm always thinking ahead, I dropped Matt Jones and picked up Tyler Eifert as a backup. that because if something ever happens down the road to Reed, uh, hopefully nothing happens to Reed, but at least I need to tight them for week nine. Eifert, like, he could be out for as long as I, whatever, as long as he'd be ready by week nine. So somebody dropped him last week, and I picked him up. So like, pretty good move, dropping Jones for uh, Eifert.
1: Oh, no doubt about it. I think Reed and Eifert are two of the top five, for me, for a lot of people, top six or seven tight ends. But you have fear of either of them ever being on the field, so I love having both. And Eifert should be back, I believe, in two more weeks. I think week five, yeah, I believe. is what he's targeting. He He's back. He's moving around looking good. So I love having him. Look, you're going to start Reed every week. But you take a top five tight end later on away from everybody else. And we've got to yep. be honest, I need to say it because I'm a read owner, but chances are he's going to miss some time down the road and you're not going to miss much. You're going to miss a little, but not much when you slide Eifer back in there. So I love that move. Thanks,
0: man. That's what I did. Junior, trying to get him on track, man. He's he's, he's like, Dad, man, I lost twice last week. I said, 'Cause you don't know how to do things like that, Doug, man. I said, I've been to get for the last 10 years, Junior. And Junior's in my thing. But what Junior did, which was smart, I said, dude, take, pick up Deion Lewis. Put him on your bench. He you got, you got rid of the high power. I said, I pick up Deion Lewis. If he comes back in week six, week seven, week six, you got to plug his play either Run him back, because if you don't, they're gonna take him by next week, and that's what guys wrote in the leaks that were in. He took him. They're like, oh, oh, we were gonna take him next week. Oh, it's too late. So you got to be aggressive like your dad is. So. Uh, but he, said, he wanted me to thank you guys, um, you know, for, for what you've done for him and, and us over the years. And like I said, he won't be on until 7 o'clock tonight from work. So, again, I thank you for what you do to me and Junior, and best of luck to you guys this weekend. Free, I can roll again. I, 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 did, I did my girlfriend, you know, Bulls. The only one we lost on was uh, Arizona, and they should have won because they missed the field goal. So she won her work leg. That was the only one we lost on. So had a good week last week. So thank you guys for what you do for us, and uh, enjoy your weekend. And best of luck
1: seeing your pics too. Take care. All right, Jersey, we appreciate it. Great to hear from you once again. All right, that's Jersey. Sounds like Jersey's rolling, man. Yeah, uh, he's on go. the road. He must be heading to heading to the stadium. Oh, I don't uh, know. I, I certainly hope so.
2: All right, we got a couple questions oh, here, Mister. Let's do those then. Okay, PPR. All right, Wheaton if he plays, Eli Rogers or Terrence Williams.
1: Eli, it has to be. Uh, I'm worried what Wheaton coming back does to Eli Rodgers, but he has shown, well, they're going to put Rodgers on the outside. So, if anything, it might squeeze Sammy Coates completely out. It's
2: not going to squeeze Coates out.
1: Well, not out because they're going to do a lot of four-receiver sets, but he's going to cut into his work more than he cut – Big Ben trusts Eli Rodgers. You know, don't bring me Terrence Williams. So this comes down to Rodgers or Wheaton. I don't know how healthy Wheaton is. He's going to go. He's practiced all week. He's got this rapport with Rodgers that's the, the nice third option that Ben likes to look to. The are running plays for him. Wheaton has more downfield opportunity, but this is Eli Rodgers for me.
2: Yeah, I'll go along with you there because there, you don't know the health, really, of Wheaton. You don't know how healthy that shoulder is. Look, he goes up for a pass and comes down a little awkward. He could be right back out again. You just never know. Yeah, Williams, he's a third-year guy for the second year in a row, and basically (laughs) call it a wash again because he still – he just has not had the opportunity to really – you know, it's still Romo's team, not anymore. It's, it's Dak Prescott, but now he's starting all over with him. We saw the the growing pains with him, you know, Des, and he's complaining. And then Jerry Jones, you know, Dak Prescott's got to target him, whether he's double covered or not. Right.
1: Blah blah blah, you know. So and that stuff's going to resonate with a young guy. So sure he's it Forcing balls into Dez. three picks. We've also already seen that Witten's his number one option. He loves Cole Beasley, probably the the practice reps. You know, quite honestly, exactly. we see that very often. When a backup quarterback gets in there, they're comfortable with the guy with the practice rep. So, you're looking at Terrence Williams as a fourth option of an good offense. The deck press right. spot's been, he's fine.
2: And doing what, and what is Cole Beasley? He's a little right. Witten. Right. You know, or Danny Woodhead. He comes out in the flat. He's got good Line hands. Open, he's easy quick. To throw. Yeah,
1: exactly. And frankly, I like Cole Beasley that sure. week for this reason because – the Washington defense showed to be soft in that area. Why we're talking about Eli Rogers this week, right. I think, quite frankly. So those opportunities are going to be – so that makes Terrence Williams the fourth option in, a, in an offense. It's going to move the ball fine. Look, Des, Dak Prescott's doing a great job, but he, he's not Romo. This game isn't going to be any type of shootout. So th- this, it comes down to Eli and Wheaton for me, and, and I like Eli until I see what Wheaton's role is going to be. We got to – here we are in week two, but because he missed week one, we're still taking that wait and see. Eli Rogers is going to get five, six, seven targets anyhow. Yeah. Let's see what he does with them.
2: Okay, we have a standard question. We need a flex. Remember, this is standard. All right. Both Matthews, we have, um, well, I'm going to say it's Rashad and jo- or Jordan Matthews, or unless it could be Ryan Matthews. He, he just has R and J Matthews. Um, Wallace or Theo Riddick? So Wallace,
1: Riddick, Jordan Matthews, and what we're going to assume is Ryan Matthews. Uh, it's Ryan Matthews, right, Rick? The Bears' defense stinks. If this was a PPR, it, I'm, I'm throwing Wallace and Riddick out, so it comes down to the Matthews brothers there in Philadelphia. I think both set up for good games, but I think you can run this ball on Chicago. I want the more high-volume guy in my flex. I wish I had this problem in a few of my flex spots, yeah. quite honestly. After <laughs> seeing what Jordan did last week, I mean, you, you hate
2: to have him not in the lineup. But, yeah, and it is Ryan Matthews
1: he did confirm, certainly not Rashad, so um i'm gonna I think we're gonna need those six, five, six, seven points, however many catches, Rick, and I don't care what you think it's gonna be. Jordan Matthews has to make up the difference in the you know eighteen to twenty two carries. Pushing yeah. hundred yards, getting in the end zone. I'm gonna go Ryan Matthews. I think dude. I'll go I'll, I'll go with you on that one. I think it's close
2: with Math with the other Matthews. I don't think views. you go wrong
1: either way there.
2: No, Wallace to me definitely out. I still think he's a one trick pony. And you know, he had a good game last
1: week, We still only had three catches. Right. That, that's and, his and that, game. He's back right. to his game. And that that offense and Joe Flacco is the per you're gonna see. Mike Wallace do this a lot, but he's not going to do it every week. It is peak with the Steelers. He wasn't doing it every week, and he was dependent on that 30-plus yard touchdown to make him really fantasy relevant. I'm not going to trust, and he right. could certainly get it against the Browns. Don't get me wrong, right. but I don't want to sit there on my thumbs all day waiting for that. I can't do that; it'd drive me insane.
2: Exactly. Okay, PPR: Moncrief or Marvin Jones?
1: Moncrief or Marvin Jones? Ugh. Moncrief's a better receiver, but I don't like that that Denver matchup one bit. I think I'm going to go Marvin Jones here. Uh, Tennessee defense that let Sean Hill beat them while shutting down Adrian Peterson. This has got to be Marvin Jones. This was PPR, right? Yeah, yeah. He's going he to have seven, six or seven catches. That makes all the difference to me. No chance Moncrief catches that many. Oh, I believe there's a chance. Quite frankly, but I,
2: yeah, okay, I'll go Marvin Jones. Simple I, I don't like that Denver defense. It's very tough. So, yeah, I think it's close.
1: And I'm not as worried. I think it's about, a lot closer to me. I'm not as worried about the secondary. Let, let's not make no mistake here. You can move the ball on them, but does Andrew Luck get out of the first quarter? I mean, Vaughn Miller may kill him. Well, that yeah, offensive but, line is so bad. <laughs> We actually have
2: a a luck question. You know, we have luck at Denver, Winston at Arizona, Mariota at Detroit, Cousins versus Dallas. Am I crazy considering benching luck with the combo of these other options?
1: You're not crazy, but I wouldn't do it. But uh, you know, Winston, hit, that matchup's every bit as bad, maybe worse, because Arizona's going to be ticked the way they got schooled last week. Mariota, it just didn't quite work out. That was a good defense. He's playing a much softer defense. But, boy, I don't want to have guys in the realm of luck, Winston and Cousins on the bench if Mariota's struggling. That's more me not having the the stones to do it. So this comes down to luck with a bad matchup and Cousins with a with a middling matchup matchup but let's be honest they dallas at least kept eli in check somebody we all believes easily a top seven top eight quarterback this year i don't so no you're not crazy to do it i'd consider cousins but in that stack there i i think i'm still gonna go watch yeah i mean when i look at
2: this i have to i have to look at yeah who's the better quarterback well, yeah, then there, I mean, there Andrew was Luck is the best quarterback out there, probably Winston and Mariota pretty much a wash. I put Cousins on the bottom there as far as just the best quarterback. Yeah, Luck's got a tough matchup, but it's kind of like, in a way, well, I have – I don't know, Adrian Peterson, but he has a bad matchup, so should I start, you know, Isaiah Crowell, which is a little bit farther down below than these guys. Yeah, yeah. But I say no. I, I think you go with the best guy. Look, even if they fall behind, I mean, your concern is certainly warranted. He may die, yeah, yeah. but he may put up twenty points before they
1: kill him. Yeah, but if he so. doesn't <laughs> die, he probably yeah. ends up with three hundred. Because right. I quite honestly believe they're going to be down. Well, they don't have with Simeon. and I. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I not sure. That I think this that. could be
2: a closer game than what people are, are giving it credit for. And because Indianapolis can score, yeah, and 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 Denver.
1: They just, it's not as potent. So let me, but, let me put it this way: this in order goes for me. Luck, Cousins, Mariota, Winston for this week. Cousin, I think Luck is enough of a better quarterback than Cousins in general as quarterbacks to still make up for the gap in how good, good or bad the matchup is. So it's Luck. It's fairly close for me, but when in doubt, I'm going to go with the Pro Bowler. Yeah, it's simple as that. Well, yeah, and I mean we're talking.
2: We're talking ranking them. I go luck first, like you. I go Mariota second at Detroit. You can
1: make that argument.
2: That's, I mean, I think that almost verifies it. I mean, if there's a
1: debate in the middle, go with luck.
2: Right. I agree 100%. All right. Let's go. Flex Spot PPR. You're a Langford guy, Jeremy
1: Langford. You're Tajay Sharp. I am a Langford guy, but I'm a Tajay Sharp guy, maybe more than a Langford guy. Seven catches last week in what was a bad matchup, a much softer matchup in a game that they could get up and down the field. I am starting Sharp in, I believe, three or four flex spots this week. Made those changes yesterday. I am a Langford guy, and I don't mind the matchup for, for Chicago. well, oh, what a dud of a Monday night game. Good job. ESPN can never seem to get that right, but I'm going with Sharp here. That's
2: why I'm going with Langford. Because other than, other than um, I mean, you know, Cutler doesn't have the options that he used to have. I mean, he doesn't have Brandon Marshall anymore. You know, so Langford's one of two basic scoring options on that team. And I like his chances. So I think I'm going Langford over sharp this one. Uh-huh. So we're absolutely no help.
1: No help whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I, I just
2: like, his... I'm not bad.
1: I'm, I love short getting seven catches. Look, I do too. That disaster.
2: I, I mean, I like him too, but I just think the volume of work with Langford, since it is PPR, he's going to get the rushes. He's going to get the rushing yards. He's going to get catches out of the backfield. And I mean, I just like the volume of work and the chances of him scoring. Um, I know, I have to go. I'm going to be a Langford guy this week, buddy.
1: Rick Briggs, Langford guy. Yeah.
2: All right. All right. PPR, one wide receiver from Landry, Calvin Benjamin, Jordan Matthews, or Fuller. Give me Calvin Benjamin all day. I love this guy. Second to Brandon Marshall. He's my
1: favorite. He is. You really do have, wow. To only get one of these, I'd like to see the rest of them. Yeah, I'm going to go Benjamin with. Matt. I think Matthews, a fair and Landry at a tie at second. Fuller, I'm going to need to see it again. Like we saw the whole preseason, now we've seen one game. Fuller starting to feel like the real deal. Kansas City's a different animal. That's a that's a tough matchup. Yeah, I think Benjamin certainly the safest play, the best matchup. Loved what I saw out of him last week. So I'm going to buy into the Rick Briggs hype. What I got from week one
2: is Calvin Benjamin is certainly healthy. And the guy's an absolute
1: beast. Oh yeah, no. so uh yeah, I mean he looks I, like he's standing with children when he's standing around in the huddle right. or even in the secondary <laughs> after a play. He, lo- he looks like the teacher, you know. Yeah, such a big guy. I now, think I'm gonna I, go with Benjamin.
2: Yeah, now. I think the sky for him is is getting
1: taller. What, I'd be pretty damn happy if those were my three starters though, Landry, Benjamin. Yeah, and I love it. And This guy, I mean, well, it's dazed and confused. Well, I mean, there we go. He
2: confirmed last week he he's just, just good. Just that good? Yeah, he's yeah. just good. All right. <laughs> Okay, non-PPR. Should he drop Fleener and pick up Ebron? Hmm. (laughs) That is so tough. I'll say no. I'm just not an Ebron guy, but it's... (sighs) I know you hate Ebron. It's not that I hate Ebron. In fact, I hate Detroit tight ends.
1: Yeah, they've always sort of... You know... They looked like Antonio Gates... For A couple series they've played like Antonio Gates, and and it's never come to fruition. My concern with Fleener, Rick, is he left Indianapolis, he goes to New Orleans, all this hype, and everybody had him. Not to interrupt you. Oh, all right. I, I
2: love to be in this league. Okay. His one and two wide receivers are Robinson and A.J. Green. He also has Landry, Calvin
1: Benjamin, Jordan Matthews, and Fuller. (laughs) <laughs> he got Day Moore starting at running back. <laughs> God, this is unbelievable. Oh no, he probably has uh, Peterson and Gurley, <laughs> <and> Peterson <laughs> and and you know probably Le'Veon Bell sitting oh, on the bench. I man. don't know. That is that is a studly studly team right there. All right, but back to the point. Fleener and all this <laughs> hype, and he, he just did zippy in the preseason, and he disappointed. You We're know, one week in, he's done zippy. You know, let's be honest, yeah, you know, Watson for a game or two, but without. Without Jimmy Graham, the tight end's never really been that big of a part of this offense. Jimmy Graham was just an entirely different animal. I'm going to say, yeah. Uh, I'm, Ebron's a bigger target in the, in the end zone. Ebron's a guy I, I'm playing in, in uh, daily leagues this week, Rick, and a lot of my daily leagues. I wish I didn't have to drop him, but I don't think there's a big drop-off between Fleener and Ebron. And I've been disappointed in Fleener. The preseason was bad. Week one was bad. I, I'm going to say go ahead and do it. Okay. I don't think you have to, but I'm going to no, say go ahead and do I it. I would keep
2: Fleener, but you know, I if, if you want Ebron, go for it. I mean, I, I'm certainly with, with those wide receivers you have; it ain't going to hurt you. So <laughs> who cares? I mean, you, you could have the janitor out there, and you'll be fine. Okay. Well, you
1: can't base it on that, Rick, because you're jealous jealous of his team. Come on. Oh, I am. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to have a piece of that okay i think we have a call on the line good all right rick well i'm gonna let you handle the call i've got to step out real quick. oh
2: geez we all know that don't we do we have the caller on 80 or 860
1: yeah what's up guys
4: how you doing
2: It is dean how are you
4: i'm good it's kind of funny how he stepped out right now he probably doesn't want to talk about christian michael
2: Probably not. I mean, I know he recognized a caller. That's what he said. He says, "Dean, I'm out of here." So.
4: Yeah. No. Hey, I listened. I listened to the uh, the show, and I heard him apologize. It was making me feel bad, man.
2: Oh, it was terrible. I mean, uh, you know. But anyway, did you win?
4: No, I lost. You know, Rick, I lost by three friggin' points, man, because he had the Vikings defense. I mean, mean, two touchdowns, come on.
2: I know. And and he also had, you know, I'm
4: mad at the Giants' defense, man, because they they, they let uh, Dan Bailey sit there and boot field goals all day. All the Giants got to do is make one stop and knock off one of those 50 yarders.
2: Yeah, those tend to hurt you after a while, 50 yard field goals.
4: Yeah, there's there's four points right there. And, you know, and we get, I lost Keenan Allen. If, if Keenan Allen could have played the third quarter, I would have won.
2: Ah, well, let's see if we can muscle through and uh you know, we'll put Christine Michael on the bench, Mr. Flieger, who is back sucking a cra- his crack pipe trying <laughs> to get all Hyde up here so he can uh give you some oh, more I'll, information. I'll yeah, forget, if we can turn, forget,
1: back, to, we can forget turn forget back the we turn back the clock, bench, man. I
2: dropped him.
1: <laughs> we can turn back the clock. Start, boy. start Danny Woodhead last week, <laughs>
4: Oh, yeah, he should be great this week. Now, my question this week, dude, is, you know, I lost uh, Keenan Allen, so it's slim Pickens. But I picked up uh, Fuller, Eli Rogers, and Tyrell, Tyrell Williams. I think Williams is a sit and wait. Uh, would you start Fuller or Eli or Tyrell
1: Williams?
2: <laughs> I'd have to I'm thinking about going with Fuller. Yeah, that,
1: I agree with you. Yeah, I, I think he's shown to be a, such a big part of that offense. And Tyrell Williams, I agree with you. He may end up being the best of this bunch when it's all said and done. But we're, I'm going to have to take a wait and see. I mean, God only knows. Maybe there's some weird voodoo between Inman and and the, and uh, what the hell's the quarterback's name, Rick? Right? <laughs>
2: River. Rivers.
1: I just went. Good I kept wanting to, to. say, Yeah, Eli. Dean. Whatever you do, Dean, make sure you
2: listen to Fliger.
1: I mean, he is right <laughs> on the ball today. I mean to tell you, I got too many screens going here. <laughs> Eli Rogers, I love. I don't like this matchup with Cincinnati. I, you know, I think where you're going to see Pittsburgh play in the 30s most weeks. Th- this week feels for all the world like a 20 to 16, a, a 23 to 20 type of game, and I wonder what that means for the slot guy like like Rogers. So. Fuller, he did it all preseason. He did it again in week one. I worry what this means for DeAndre Hopkins. There seems to be something between Osweiler and Fuller. So let's ride that wave. Now, unfortunately, the way your last season plus one game's gone means you're probably going to be on that wave (laughs) when it crashes down to the ground and we sit here and lie to you. But I'm going to agree with you. I think Fuller's the one I feel most comfortable with this week.
4: Yeah, I'm kind of just trying to hang on until I can get Josh Gordon in there. McCown's back. When Gordon comes back, I can throw him in as a receiver.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, hopefully he'll be even just, you know, 50% of what you expect from him, he'll be fine.
4: Yeah, well, I'm running into another buzzsaw this week, even though I'm projected to win. I'm facing Odell Beckham, Calvin Benjamin, and frickin' C.J. Anderson with the Colts. Oh, man.
1: But, hey, here's the other
4: question. I, lo- I like your stinky sock segment. I have my own stinky sock that I fill with cat crap and keep in a, a, a porta potty. And you guys hand them to them? I'm having the big show from the WWE put his hands behind his back, and I'm shoving it in Colby Fleener's mouth.
1: <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, for stretches, for, for brief flashes, he would do that in Indianapolis, and he came into all this hype in New Orleans. I really start to think, about well, what we talked about right before before you came on here, Dean, is the fact that, save for Jimmy Graham, the tight end's never been a massive... I remember that one huge game for Benjamin Watson. But other than that, the tight end has never been a huge part of Drew Brees' game. So I just wonder if if Fleener's not that guy everyone thought he was going to be going into that situation. And it makes
2: you wonder about the whole thing. As huge as Jimmy Graham was in New Orleans, he's invisible in Seattle. And... The tight ends invisible in New Orleans. Right. What, so there's just that new that you yeah, do so it,
1: well, Rick, between Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham. That's what it is. Yeah, it
2: almost has to be. It, there's something weird about it, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, put that old sock right up his nose, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: a- that's what scares me, man, because in a game when Brees is thrown for 400 and change, he gets three targets. What, you know, Mr. Flieger, I heard you apologize. It's not on you, man. I'm blaming Fleener last week. I lost by three points, dude. He gave me 1.6, and Breeze is chucking it all around, and he, and he only comes up with one catch for six yards, dude.
1: Yeah, that, that's a huge red flag for me. It really is with Fleener. I, I might start looking for other tight end options.
4: So you know what? If he if he can't do it against the Giants, man, because they're not too good with tight ends, then then he's he's I, I can't play this guy anymore. But my one last question is, dude, I picked up Jesse James, and I'm wondering if I should play him today because he has a, a safer floor. I don't know.
2: I would. Yeah, I'd certainly put him in there. Jesse James is. I mean, you, know, you hate to say this, that he's like the second coming of Heath Miller, but he's basically. Filling, and I mean, he is just like melding right into the exact same role. And Ben and him really already seem to click. And if Ben has that dump off, boom, it goes right to him. The guy's big; he's got good
1: hands, and I think you're pretty pretty locked down to four to six catches. And right. And what's going to happen this week is I think the Steelers' scheme is going to be to get the ball out of Ben's hands quick because. Quite right. frankly, if I'm the Roonies, if I'm Mike Tomlin, I might think about punting this game and telling Ben Roethlisberger to stay at home because Vontez Perfect will do everything well, he can in. to or anybody on Cincinnati to decapitate him. <laughs> this game's gonna be so ugly. But that being said, they're gonna look to get it out quick, so it's gonna go to James quick to try to limit the hits that Ben's gonna take. You you put it just right, Dean. James has the much lower floor. He's as Rick said, he's gonna ha- he's good for four catches, five catches as a guarantee. If he gets in the end zone, he has a big game. Now, Fleener, the, the sky's the limit to your point. As poor as the Giants are against the tight end, New Orleans should be able to move, continue to move the ball. But as we've seen, that just doesn't matter. And I'm going to take a wait and see on Fleener. I'd almost rather eat that if he finally does hit it, have that on the bench, and have the safety of if you could still win games with the almost win games with the likes of Michael Woodhead on your bench and, you know, Fleener getting one catch for six yards. Take the take the safe route. Take James, and you should be just fine.
4: Okay, so you guys want you don't you want me to bench Fleener already and not give him one more shot? I hope you I'm know, not going to sit down and watch this and watch him catch two touchdowns and. Uh, that's and
1: that's have to, a concern. I'll well, hear about
4: it on Wednesday show, man.
1: <laughs> well, and, and that's the big concern. So I, I guess it it depends on. This is one of those situations, Dean, where I I look at my matchup. You you said you're going up against a buzzsaw. If you're afraid you're going to be... Yeah,
4: I need upside, brother.
1: Then, then, Then it's Fleener. If you think you're going to be chasing it, it's Fleener for that reason if you're just trying to maintain and you can match him and beat him at the other skill positions, it's James where you can, <clears throat> excuse me, it's James where you can take those four or five catches for 40 yards. And if he doesn't get the touchdowns, you take your eight points and you're feeling good. If if it's true, you, you need the upside. If you're not matching up well, then yeah, I think you got to go Fleener here.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, you have to, it's going to be a gamble. Was it, the game plan from last week, I mean, let, let's face it, Oakland secondary is not the best. They're, they're not nearly – they're not a quick, fleet-footed secondary. And the wide receivers on New Orleans are. I mean, Fleener was in there for 56 out of 69 plays. He got targeted yeah, four times. Yeah. It, it could have been the game plan. I'm, I'm with Rick. If you're worried, the upside is probably on, in Fleener's side. Safe side, it's Jesse James all the way.
4: Yeah, I need upside. I I was hearing some reports that Kleiner doesn't know the playbook.
2: playbook. Well, and that possibility, too. I mean, you know, that's not been the first time stuff like that's happened. (laughs) We can look at Chad Ochocinco in New England. He never could get a hold of that playbook.
4: Yeah, well, I think yeah. I'm, dodging I'm dodging a bullet, a bullet here because I heard you guys talking about Carlos Hyde. I, I agree with you. I think he's going to totally blow today. And for some reason, this guy's playing Hyde and benching Ingram, which I'm glad.
1: Yeah, yeah, take, take that. So, yeah, if you're chasing it, Dean, let's uh, let's go Fleener here for the upside, especially if you think you're chasing it, and it sounds like you might be with the Allen injury. And hope, hope yeah. he turns. Yeah. I hope he does because there's nothing more exciting than uh, than Jimmy Graham in that Saints offense. I'd love to see somebody you know, come within uh, the same stratosphere of that. Maybe if it's going to happen, it's going to be this week. And then if it doesn't happen this week, I just get rid of them and we'll we'll go James the rest of the way. But yeah, if you're chasing it, let's go with Fleener. Okay, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good week.
4: Good All luck right. in, in, in your caveman thing and everything else.
1: All right. Good to hear from you, Dean. See Thanks you, a lot. Dean. All right. Later. All right, Rick. We are so far behind. We got anything yeah. in the chat room? Right? Oh
2: yes, we do. I'm gonna let you take this one because this guy doesn't even speak English as far as I'm concerned. <laughs>
1: Who okay. Speak
2: Should I stream Rudolph <laughs> this week or go with this hot take
1: machine, Jesse James, truther? All right? <laughs> I think I know where that question came from. Oh, that's a good question. I'm not question. even answering it. Yes, yeah, no, was. you want me to answer it? You answer
2: you write it in English, pal. <laughs>
1: What a baby. You you know what? I love Rudolph. We talked about it on the show a a week or two ago where Sam Bradford is really good for the tight ends. Rudolph's done nothing but disappoint. This is going to be a show me. I I own Rudolph in a couple 16-team leagues. And, you know, I may stream him with I can't remember who. I think (laughs) Walford was my other one. So that's where I'm going to stream him. I'm going to go James here. I'm going to take a wait-and-see on Rudolph. Okay. We have (laughs) a non-PPR. What a child. And he
2: certainly does have rubbish at running back. Rubbish. Um, I like that word. Rubbish. Non-PPR. Forsett, Matt Jones, or Frank Gore?
1: All right. Matt Jones, just get him out of here. I I don't even want to talk about Matt Jones. I'm going to
2: go Forsett to Cleveland. I mean – Gore is basically the guy in Indy. We know that. We just talked about that matchup. I I got to go four-set with Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. It's the better matchup. Dixon is out this week, Rick, so he's only splitting with West. Uh, That still kills him because West, for whatever reason, seems to be getting all the goal-line looks. But Forsetto have much more opportunity in, in a standard. Yeah, that, that's pretty easy. I, Gore, I just don't see him moving the ball whatsoever.
2: Right. All right, we're caught up, Mister. Let's All go.
1: right. Let's. Uh, what, what, what was there anything else big in the headlines? Uh, foster practicing full. He's ready to go. Still a little nicked up. Your boy Ajee is gonna go, Rick. Ajayi. Uh-huh. There he is. You just wanted to hit the button. Jamal Charles. That wasn't
2: me. I don't know what's going on here. It's (laughs) It's just just
1: something there. I I see. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's back in the good graces. He's done stomping and pouting. Chris Ivory out of the hospital, but still not going to play. Love to know what's going on there. Just idle curiosity. It's none of my business and has nothing to do with anything, but they're still not disclosing it. Very strange. T.Y. Hilton, they took him off the injury report. He's going to be a go. Demarius Thomas is going to give that hip a go and warm up. So he's going to be a – a question mark right up to the last second. I might just avoid him. I love when we get to, if we have time, we get to start six. Well, we
2: got to get to the start six uh, yeah. and predictions because it's quarter to
1: 11. Yeah. We got to get to the mailbag at 11. So Wheaton will play. We know that. Julio Jones is going to play. Julio Jones drives me. He reminds me of Brian Westbrook. He is just nicked up and gimpy all the time. Oh, yeah. But still gets the job done But Julio Jones. He's going to go and drive you crazy. And, of course, Gronk going to play. All right. We'll, we'll skip I thought the, Gronk was not playing. Or not going to play. We'll skip the Thursday night recap. Rick, we'll do that on Wednesday. Start and sit. I'll tell you what, let's do it for in interest of brevity. Give me your quarterback, running back, receiver. I'll give you mine and we'll hop on to the predictions.
2: Okay. Running back, Danny Woodhead. Um, I like him at home against Jacksonville. Woodhead's gonna be a part of that offense, has to be, especially in PPR, or uh, PPR formats. Um, wide receiver. I I wanna like Emmanuel Sanders.
1: Oh, you stole my number one. Sorry, of I mean, league. you know,
2: Jerk. with he him gimped
1: up like that,
2: and they're they're playing at home against that indie defense. Uh, yeah, why not? You know, I mean, quarterback starts. I mean, it, God, pick them. I mean, there's so yeah. many tasty matchups. I mean, if you you know, if you've got some a good quarterback on your team. Now, the the interesting one in the in the chat room with Luck. You know, if you're banking on Luck. You know, it depends on who you might be able to have. Maybe a Phil River or something like that, you know, to um, maybe supplement them. But, you know, I mean, there's just so many quarterbacks. Now, if you're a Flacco guy, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's got to be a backup. There's just – there's nothing – you got you got the top 12. Yeah. I mean, basically, you, you're starting Ben. You're starting Breeze. You're starting Eli. You are you know, I'll tell you who's who's interesting to monitor, though, this week. Uh, Alex Smith at Houston they have that huge game in week one it would be interesting to see what he does this week you know another decent game out of him I'd stash him on the bench he's you know I
1: think about I'll go just in interest to having one I got Matt Ryan love Ryan Matthews we already talked yeah. about him and as my wide receiver Rick what we hear we're hearing talk about Tyrell Williams Dontrell Inman, all these guys. Your boy Travis Benjamin's a guy. Yeah, I I've stashed in, in on the flex spot on DraftKings in a couple spots. Nice cheap option. I think he could be the guy. He's shown he can do it in a bad offense. All right, for for sits, I'm sitting Jameis Winston in Arizona. I don't know how many of you were starting them anyhow, but if you're thrilled about that first week, I think it comes down this week. Uh, Frank Gore versus the Broncos, I think that's pretty obvious. And I'm going to sit down T.Y. Hilton, same thing against the Broncos. He's been nicked up a little bit. He's going to go, but I think they're going to have a little trouble moving that ball.
2: Yeah, I agree, and I think Carlos Hyde's a sit, San Francisco. I just don't like that matchup at all. actually – well, i tell you what, temper your expectations on a Doug Martin, too, against mm-hmm. that Arizona defense. But, I mean, you have to get him in there. Yeah, I don't know if, I, I you, can, I don't know if
1: you can sit him unless you're dazed and confused. But. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, his running backs are rubbish. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> well, you know, just nothing there. You know, wide receivers, I mean, look, he came into the chat room, you know, Terrence Williams. I, I right. just want no part of him. And, and there's a lot of there was a lot of expectations for him this year, but, of course, Romo's done, and here we go again with this guy. I mean, I think he's on the bench, period, right now.
1: All right. All right, well, man. Let's hop into the predictions, my friend. We're both sitting at 1-0 with the Jets. Real quick, we'll get through them. we got a call on the line. We will get to you, and then we'll do the
2: uh... – Yeah, let's go to the call. All right, let's well, get... let's
1: go to the call now right. before we predict. Area code 331. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Hey, hey, how's it going? You're on the air. How you doing?
2: Pretty good,
5: man. Good, man. Thanks. Uh, I was just got uh I just need some advice, man. I'm in a little dilemma right now. Shoot. All right. Well, uh, I got a pretty decent uh, squad of wide receivers, and I'm just wondering. I'm li- I'm really paying close attention to the matchups this weekend. This weekend. And uh, I got Dez Bryant. I got Mike Evans. I got Kelvin Benjamin, and I got Randall Cobb. Who Who should I pull the trigger on? Who should I sit this week?
2: Okay, how many are you starting?
5: Uh, um, at least three. Uh, one of them is going to be left out for sure.
1: Okay. It's Cobb. I, I sit here. Um, worst matchup. I worry about Dez, what we saw last week, but it, as we talked about earlier, Jerry Jones is telling Dak Prescott he's got to force the ball to Dez. He's going to get some right. opportunity pretty soft secondary he because he, we're hearing again that Norman they're not going to send Norman across to Dez's side so he's going to be matched up against Breland a lot so Dez yeah is that's gonna what have, I
5: just read right now
1: I, I've heard the same thing about Mike Evans there where they're not going to roll Peterson in top coverage to him so Evans still All should right. have some opportunities Benjamin love the matchup love Benjamin Cobb going up against Minnesota It's a pretty good problem to have, but I think right, right in that order, Evans, Benjamin, Cobb is how I have them. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously,
2: obviously, Calvin Benjamin's my one in that thing. I love that guy. Evans is there, uh, and and I'm with him. Yeah, Dez Cobb's got the worst matchup, and they're going. Even if they're forcing it to Dez, you know he's going to get some action today. He's going to get his.
5: He'll get his.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
5: All right, cool. And uh, just wondering, um, I have two decent wide receivers. Todd Gurley didn't do the best last week, but um, I'm still hoping the best. I got Melvin Gordon on the bench, and I also have a let's see, a, a guy from uh, Cincinnati. I'm sorry, Giovanni Bernard.
1: Okay. Am and I those
5: bench. And uh, should I should I keep Gurley in there this week? I don't know if the Rams are going to be their offense is going to be even. I don't know if they're going to show up this week.
1: Yeah, you you got to stick with Gurley. This was your first round pick. You worry about it happening. We've seen him do it against bad matchups as bad as LA was. They tend to play Seattle t- tough. It's going to be touches. Melvin Gordon, even with the two touchdowns, take those two touchdowns away last week which you can. He was only yeah. on the field for 30% of their offensive snaps. Danny yeah, still Woodhead still there. I there. I'd actually like Bernard against the Steelers. He fits that matchup. What what Cincinnati's going to try to do, but I'm not going to get caught with Gurley on the, on the bench here. I, I think he gets his 20, 23 carries. If he breaks one, he's, they're not going to get shut out again. He's going to have a chance to get in the end zone. I got to stick. I got to stick with Todd Gurley, Rick.
2: Yeah. Cool. I mean, All right. everything, everything tells me, everything tells me to say Melvin Gordon, quite frankly, they're at home. They got a pretty decent matchup, but it's still week two. And, yeah, I mean, you can't, You just don't put your number one pick on the bench after one bad week. So, I, I'm going to have to right. go, you know, you may get burned, but you are you have to play your studs at least until you realize that this team is just the dregs and is not going <laughs> to do anything. <laughs>
5: yeah, after the first week, I didn't, I wasn't feeling good, but yeah, like you said, first round picks, you can't, you can't have them on the bench. Right. Well, All uh, right. thanks guys. You guys really helped me out, man. Uh, hopefully, uh, Good luck for you guys this weekend, and uh, I'll definitely call in, check in next week.
1: All right. Appreciate it. Great to hear from you. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. Have a good one. Good Uh, luck. All right, Rick. Let's move on. We're going to go rapid fire here. The game picks. We'll start out with the one we'll be watching this week, Rick Bengals at Steelers.
2: Well, you know me. I think the Steelers are going to
1: take care of business, 27-17. The Bengals are my AFC Super Bowl representative. I think this is how they – I think what you saw with the Jets is a lot of what you're going to see with the Bengals this year. This is the kind of game they win. I got the Bengals 23-20. 49ers at Panthers.
2: All right, boy, you got the order all messed up here. Where are we at
1: here? Okay, oh, I
2: got (laughs) Carolina 38, San Francisco 14. I I think it's just going to be terrible. Yeah, we're not far off. I got Carolina 41-16.
1: Cowboys at Redskins. I like the Cowboys in this one in a pretty close game, 21 16. I still think the Redskins win this division. And to win this division, you got to beat a Romo list Cowboys team at home. I think it's close. I got the Redskins 27 23. Saints at Giants. It's going to be a shootout. I like the Giants 37 30. I got the Giants 33 27. No need to really break that down. Dolphins at Patriots. You know, this one's going to be close, I think. I, it's still Jimmy
2: Garoppolo, um, but I think they're a better team. I like New England 32, Miami 20.
1: I just have a feeling. Dolphins now, now, it's it's in Miami, and it's Tom Brady who tends to struggle in Miami, but the Dolphins play the Patriots tough. With what they did in Arizona with a year to prepare for it, I just want – I i wonder. Now, I'm going to – you can cut this and we can put it in the soundbite machine if is I'm wrong. Is this rapid fire or what? Well, I'm sorry, okay. but this is one – this is just my checking. upset special of the week, Rick. I got the Dolphins 24-21. I just wonder if what we saw out of Garoppolo and that offense without Brady, without Gronk, was a little bit of fool's gold last week, and that was all about Belichick. So, I like the Dolphins 24-21. Chiefs of Texans.
2: Houston, 24, Kansas City, 23. I did not like the way Kansas City fell way behind San Diego, and um, I think they're a little vulnerable this year.
1: I don't know when I'm going to quit picking against the Chiefs, Rick. It has killed me for the last nine months now what they did in the second half of the season. But I like the home team here as well. I got 23-17 Texans. Titans at Lions. Titans at Lions. Let me see if
2: I can find it here. Man, I don't know what order
1: you went in, but man, I tell
2: you what, uh, that's
1: right off of NFL.com.
2: There it is. Detroit, Tom, Detroit, twenty-seven,
1: Tennessee, twenty-four.
2: Yeah, I
1: like the Lions here as well. They're going to be sitting two and zero. I love this no huddle. What it does for the offense and the Titans prove vulnerable against Sean Hill. For God's sake, yeah. I got the Lions thirty to twenty. Ravens at Browns, game of the week, Rick. It is. This, this
2: is the game of the week. It's going to be a <laughs> mighty
1: shootout. I like Baltimore 14, Cleveland 9. Yeah, I got 16 9. That's the way those games go. <laughs> they're
2: always low scoring. Or it could all. be 42 you 30. Who knows? They're that. always know.
1: ugly. It's the Browns who play shootouts with Cincinnati. Right. These Baltimore Cleveland games. Cleveland's always in it right till the end in some oddball score 16 to 13 or right. something, and the Ravens find a way to pull it out. Seahawks at your Rams.
2: You know, as bad as the Rams looked last week against San Francisco, I think this is going to be a pretty close game. I like Seattle, 19-17.
1: Yeah, I got 27-13. I think a late touchdown makes it look like a blowout. But I think the Rams hang with them a little bit. And I worry about Russell Wilson's mobility and just how how well they're able to move the ball and the amount of points they're able to put up. All right, a very angry Cardinals team hosts the Tampa Bay Bucs.
2: Yeah, I like Arizona. I think they're a better team than what they showed last week. They still should have won that game, but they can't be happy. I like Arizona 34, Tampa Bay 24.
1: Yeah, I think these are two playoff teams, Rick, quite frankly, and it's just a bad set of circumstances for Tampa Bay after what happened last week. Arizona's not going to win two home games in a row to start this thing off. I got the Cardinals 34-23. What'd I say? Win. Oh, well, same thing. Yeah, Close okay. enough. Jaguars the Chargers. I think it's going to be a close game, but I like the Jags 30-28. to 28. Yeah, I, when we're done with the predictions at the end of the year, it's going to show that I thought the Chargers went 0-16. I don't trust them for anything. They could jump up and bite anybody with Phil Rivers, but I'm going to pick against them again here. I like the Jags 31-20. Falcons at Raiders.
2: Yeah, I like Oakland. I think it's hey. – here we go again, another shootout. I mean, this is starting to be a real streaming take word, huh? you
1: know. <laughs> Uh, a streaming take. I like that. <laughs>
2: Oakland 34, Atlanta 27. I think they're better by a touchdown. Yeah, I got
1: the Raiders 29 23. That's such a tough trip. And the Falcons showed they're still the Falcons. They're just not the type of team that's going to go across the country and win that game against a decent team. Colts at Broncos. Colts or Broncos, I
2: like Denver, just defensively. I think they're better. They may kill Andrew Luck, but I like them 31-24. I got
1: 17-10. I think this is played low. I think it's played ugly. It's all about the defense. As bad as that secondary is for the Colts, it's still Trevor Simeon, as good as he looked.
2: Still early in the year. That's why more offensively.
1: Packers at Vikings
2: tonight. I think it's going to be a very, very tough game. I think, you know – a lot of people are picking Minnesota to win. I'm going Green Bay 24, Minnesota 20.
1: I tell you, what, everything sets up for Minnesota to win. You got the new quarterback coming in. You're opening the new field. You're coming off a good win. Vikings, the only team to beat the Packers last year within the division. But I'm not picking against Aaron Rodgers, right? If, if, right. if I'm playing with real money. I'll, I'll go down with Aaron Rodgers. So I got Packers 27-24. And a Monday night game I don't need to stay up for, Rick. The Eagles travel to Chicago to take on I
2: won't miss this one. This is going to be a classic. No, I like Philadelphia 23-Chicago 14. I think
1: Chicago's a mess. Yeah, we're pretty close. I got the Eagles 24-17. Not, not saying anything about the Eagles, just the Bears right. are just that bad. Okay, uh, well,
2: let's get back in the chat room. We've got a lot of questions All to get right. caught let's up get on caught before up we on... hit on the mailbag. All right. Okay. Oh, standard wide receiver Hilton, Matt Jones. Wait a minute. Marvin Jones, Rick. Or Marvin, Marvin. yeah, yeah, Matt Jones, duh. Um, Hilton or Marvin Jones. Oh, okay, here we go. This is wide receiver question. Hilton or Jones, okay? Yes. Yeah, I'm going Jones. I don't I think Hilton's a little banged up. Running back, Ware or Latavius Murray.
1: Oh Murray.
2: I gotta go Murray. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Even that's though close. Ware had I a want... great game, I'm still going Murray. I'm not trusting Kansas City yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's more about the Houston defense for me. That that's one that's really close, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh Murray. Yep, me too. Okay. Uh need three in standard. get my pen out.
2: Okay. Well, D'Angelo is already there. D'Angelo is one of them. Langford, Rashad Jennings, or Dez?
1: Dez? Huh? Dez Bryant? Well, it says Dez. Who the hell else is going to be? So, one must be a flex. So, I need three. I'm sitting Langford in that group. D'Angelo, Jennings, and Dez. I think I would, too.
2: I think I would, too. I'm liking... The Giants' offense, and Rashad Jennings is the guy now. Okay, standard, Witten or Fleener? Witten. Witten. Okay, Okay, there's – did we miss one? Oh, no, okay. All right, Virgil Green or Dwayne Allen in standard? Virgil Green. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay, that's it. We're, uh, okay, I think we're caught up. Let all me, right, uh, it is
1: time to open up the mailbag. I believe we have on the line, Rick, to join us to help oh, us with this. Oh, wait, we, we have another we question my here. introduction here. Go yeah. ahead.
2: Well, you can stream that introduction <laughs> all you want, pal. Okay, we have another one here. We have a one-point PPR. We have to start two. Okay. Delaney Walker,
1: uh, Gary
2: Barnage, Abdullah, Alan Hearns. Chris Sims. Abdullah.
1: Hearns or Sims. Sims. This is Hearns and Barnage for me. I gotta go Walker
2: and Hearns. Alright,
1: so I, I we'll agree on Hearns. I like Barnage over. Warren. I do like
2: Barnage a lot better now that uh, oh, RG three's I, gone, I obviously. Love him right now. But Delaney Walker, I can't sit this guy. Um, well, you can. I, no, I can't. Oh, okay. I, I can't. I All mean, right. it's just impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. All right,
1: fair enough.
2: Um, and I tell you what, it, it you know, Hearn's, it, Hearn's Abdullah and Barnage are extremely close. Um. Yeah, I got to go Hearns.
1: All right, stick with your convictions. All right, impossible to sit Delaney Walker. That is is a takeaway from this. All right, Rick, let's get to the mailbag. We're we're running a little late here. On the line, Rick, we have what has become probably the biggest celebrity in fantasy football right now going to join us to answer questions. He of the Scott Fish Bowl 1,624 or whatever it is, Mr. Scott Fish, good morning.
3: Celebrity man, that's that is very, very, very much not true. Not I true. think uh, I think that's the like, total amount of people that even know who I am out there.
1: Well, they know they know what the SFB, they know what that hashtag is. Anyhow, so put that on a t-shirt, walk around and say I'm that guy. That's me. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll put it. I'll put it. I'll put it right on the back. You just missed your
3: chance to meet Scott Fish right on the back of the shirt.
1: I, I like that. That is really good. How's it going, Scott? Man, we haven't talked in a while. I know it's going well. I was uh, I
3: had Grandparents Day with uh, with the family last week, and I didn't even know it was Grandparents Day, and uh, got a little sidetracked and couldn't get on the show. Did you know that Rick Briggs was uh, a great grandfather when the Grandparents Day came into effect in
1: 1978? Well, well, absolutely,
2: absolutely. So you're telling me you're a grandparent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no Okay, no, so no, you're no.
2: what, 30-some years old And you're not a grandparent Are your grandparents still alive? Uh,
3: one of them is I have one grandparent okay. did, you, so. did
2: you spend the day at the zoo with that grandparent? Uh, no. no, I didn't We spent Okay, time, okay. So it, okay no, see, I mean, I you know Follow along here I think you're not still. a grandparent You didn't take your grandparents to the zoo What in the hell did you miss the show for If you didn't even follow <laughs> a grandparent?
3: That is a good. That is a good point. I, I was at the zoo with my son, who was there with
2: his grandparents. I think, so. I think Briggs
1: needs a hug. Yeah. all these hot takes and yeah. screaming has him ornery this morning. Okay, from now
2: on, you can stream your grandparents on another day other than a football Sunday. And that's Rick's hot. And that's my hot take. <laughs> and and I'm a truther for all of this. This kind of nonsense to be yeah. ending. All all right. All right, got to get back into the chat oh, room well, before we get the it. mailbag because there's another question in here. Days and Confused has a PP question, and
1: then he corrected me at the PPR. I'm good at PP questions yeah. <laughs> if we want to take the show <laughs> yeah, that direction. Yeah, exactly. me I too. Think that's I think that
3: says PP Floyd, points per Floyd. So if, you, you, if your yeah, name boy. is
1: Floyd, you get next point. Right. Okay, Floyd, Sanders, or Landry? Sanders. Sanders, I love the matchup this week.
3: Yeah, that is, that is probably the best matchup. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Sanders as well. That indie game, there could be a lot of points for Denver.
2: Yeah, it's close with Landry. I just love Landry. Yeah. Yeah, he's just got – he. you know, he's the guy in Miami. But I like the matchup with Sanders, especially with uh, Demaryius Thomas kind of hobbled around. Going to give it a go, but – You know, I I like Sanders as well.
1: All right, let's go. All right, let's get into it. I'll start, Rick. We're going dueling mailbag. Scott, you can start this show. Scott, coincidentally, in Northern Virginia, he needs two-and-a-half-point PPR. Dez, T.Y. Hilton, Jordan Matthews, or Marvin Jones?
3: Uh, Dez Hilton, Jordan Matthews, Marvin Jones. Mm -hmm. Well, uh... I like I think that the uh, Jordan Matthews game is going to be a he needs two of them. I'm probably I'm definitely starting Dez uh Indy versus Denver, man. That is a rough matchup. I think I'm going to go with Dez and Matthews. That that second one's a little rough for me, but yeah.
1: I I'm right with you. That that's what I have down. Uh, I like the force feeding to Dez when it comes from Jerry, it's going to happen. Matthews slightly over Jones for me and Hilton's Hilton's last on that list with his matchup.
2: Yeah, and he's banged up to boot. So, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Okay, we have PPR, Rawls or Yeldon. Ooh. Well, I'm I'm going to go with Rawls
3: here. I uh I like that I I think that that Rams uh front seven is rough, but I think Seattle can get ahead and just start pounding. So, I think Rawls is going to get the touches. touches. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I agree with that. It was going to be about that. Just for me, is the only reason I like Yeldon. But that one point nine or whatever it was YPC last week makes me nervous. I'm I'm going to go Rawls as well for that same reason.
2: I'm going out on Yeldon Island. I I like them. You know, playing at San Diego defense. Uh, You saw what Ware did to him last week. There's just so much, so many options for Bortles to go. I understand that, but I I think Yeldon's going to you know, be heavily used. I'm going with Yeldon.
1: You can put me on TJ Yeldon Island, T. J. buddy. Yeldon Island, 1.9. I don't 90. think it's
3: a bad call. That,
1: that San Diego defense is terrible. Yeah, they are. Don't kiss up to him, Scott. Put him <laughs> on the island. <laughs> You're not going to make him feel any better. He, he's old and mean. All right. Vince from Joysy needs us to pick two in a PPR. So sit one of these guys. Golden Scott Kate. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> No, Scott's not on this list. Oh, okay. Golden Tate, Emmanuel Sanders, or Jeremy Macklin. Sit one. Hmm. That's tough.
3: Uh I think I'm probably gonna sit Oh, yikes. I think I'm probably gonna sit Golden Tate. I think there's a lot more options in in uh in Detroit, and I don't know exactly how many, how much they're going to score. Sanders, with Demaryius, Gimpy, are possibly out, and Macklin is. I just really like Macklin, so I'm going to go with Sanders and Macklin to start.
1: Yeah, Macklin feels like almost a forgotten guy. He doesn't get mentioned among the elites or, or even the very good wide receivers in the league or in fantasy football. But at the end of the at the end of the day, he's always pushing a hundred. If they can get the ball into the end zone, he's the guy getting it there. I'm going to agree. Golden Tate, Matt Stafford, as well as that offense move, he spread the ball around so much to both two running backs, Marvin Jones, the tight ends. I agree. Golden Tate, I'm still a little nervous about. So I feel Sanders is easily the number one. He's my one of my top five of the week, and I'm going to go Macklin slightly over Tate myself. Oh, make it unanimous, no doubt about that. Okay, pick two
2: running backs in PPR. Where
1: Abdullah, Gordon, or Geo? Abdullah, Gordon, or Geo. And I get two? Yes. I'm going to go where Geo. Until I see Gordon get on the field more than three out of ten snaps, I refuse to trust him. I, I think this is a decent matchup for Bernard. They, they, they're going to be able to dump the ball up. There's going to be space in the middle of that Steelers defense. So it's easily where is one. I'm going to go Geo, two, Gordon, three, Abdullah, four. That is legitimately
3: the exact ranking I had. I I am not confident in the second one, but I, I think Gio has a little bit safer floor than the other two.
2: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Gio's he's established there, and, you know, uh, Dalton respects him, trusts him, and I agree 100%.
1: All right, Adam from right here in the Berg, Rick. He says, unfortunately, I have to play one. That's never a good sign. Right. Frank Gore, Matt Jones, or Shane Vereen?
2: Uh, Now, he he...
1: doesn't say, Adam, shame on you. He doesn't say if this is a PPR or not, which may matter here. And worse off, he doesn't say why. He has to start one of these guys either. (laughs) He must be in the confused league. There was nobody left. That's true, yeah. (laughs) Well, Gore
3: gets Denver is a terrible matchup. And uh, Matt Jones against Dallas is okay, I guess. If it was PPR, I might lean Vareen just because I think that that Giants game is going to be like, you know, 34-31 or something really high-scoring. But without knowing if it's PPR or not, I guess I'd go Matt Jones in standard, Vareen in PPR.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to agree. I think Jones and Gore are equally awful, so Jones has the better matchup. So if it's PPR, Vereen, if it's standard, go Jones and, and plug your nose. Just it, it, plug your nose. It's
2: scary, but I agree again.
1: Okay, we, oh, have, a,
2: we have a trade offer question, folks.
1: Oh, all right, I like that. Okay, and this is, this
2: is kind of an interesting one. That's why I yanked it out here. I was offered Muhammad Sanu, Deshaun Jackson – in the Arizona defense.
1: I love when they throw defenses in
2: there. For Rashad Rashad Jennings, Travis Benjamin, and the Oakland defense. So do you want to pick up Muhammad Sanu, Deshaun Jackson, and the Arizona D, and give up Rashad Jennings, Travis Benjamin, and the Oakland D? Oh, and my other backs are Peterson, Abdullah, Starks and Langford, and it is PPR.
1: Peterson.
2: Oh, man. Oh, man. man.
3: With, with those, I would have to take the Rashad Jennings uh, side if, if he's the one getting Rashad Jennings, I think you said. Uh, no, I don't he's, think he's, Oakland's he's, that.
2: What was that? He's giving away Rashad Jennings. He can't afford to give
1: away Rashad
3: Jennings. No. 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 Yeah, he's got to keep the Rashad Jennings side. Oakland's not that much worse than Arizona. And. Uh, Benjamin is probably gonna be on par with one of those two wide receivers. I'd I'd keep Rashad Jennings and, and stream your Ruddy
2: running backs week to week. Well and the thing is with 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 Keenan Allen out, I think uh Travis Benjamin's stock is just gonna do nothing but rise right now. So I, I agree with that streaming take that uh we probably need to be a, a truther for this guy's you know, deal. No, keep I would keep Jennings, Benjamin and Oakland D. Let's if he's listening, I don't want to get into all this kind of nonsense. Yeah, and he, so didn't, know what he,
1: he didn't tell us but by all what his receiver core looks like. But it looks like if Rashard Jennings is your number two back, so he took Adrian Peterson right. late in the first, early in the second, so he's solid at receiver. He he doesn't need to make this deal. Don't give up Jennings. All right, Kevin, should I start? And he didn't tell us where he was from. Should I start Tyrell Williams over Michael Floyd or Marvin Jones? Jordy has one spot locked up for me. Thanks. So... I guess pick one: Tyrell Williams, Michael Floyd, or Marvin Jones. I'm taking. I'll, I'll start this one. I'm taking, like we talked about with Dean. I'm taking a wait and see on Tyrell. So, Oyler Jones. That's Jones for me, fairly easily.
3: Oh Wow. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like Fitzgerald is dead yet. Like no, eighty percent of the fantasy still so I think I got to go Marvin Jones and Tyrell Williams. Yeah, I I'm in the same boat, Fleeger. Thanks cuz I I don't I don't hear that a lot. We really need to wait and see what he's going to do. I hear that there's a lot of talk, but that we don't know if that's going to translate yet.
1: And I don't see any reason, you know, when you talk about Williams, it's just not a straight out you take Keenan Allen and Williams is the same skill set. I, huh. I can see the ball getting spread around. There's gonna be still going to be a whole lot of woodhead, a whole lot of gates. Inman's worked with Rivers anyhow. Travis Benjamin, we know what he can do coming, coming across the middle, coming right. out of the slot. What's Williams' role going to be? That's what we have to wait and see. Well, yeah, it, All the draft nicks from a skill set, he might be that guy. But what's his – look, where's he going to be?
2: Who who saw some action also when when Keenan Allen was down yet again? But, you know, know, Inman, I mean, like you said, they're going to spread it around. Just because a guy goes down, the next guy up doesn't necessarily just fill the role. Right. I mean, we saw that with Peterson, obviously, with McKinnon and Asiata, and and it tends to do that. And and, then he spreads the ball more around to the receivers. I agree. So, yeah, I mean – you just can't say, okay, well, you know, Keenan Allen's out. Now this guy's going to be great. Right.
1: It's just, And it could be. It could be. But i want right. going to need to see it.
2: All right. We have Mark in the chat room, you know, with PPR. All right. He is so happy. Or or us guys just going to burst his bubble. He uh-huh. just traded Jeremy Macklin and Michael Thomas for
1: Ezekiel Elliott. Macklin Thomas for Elliott.
3: Personally, for me, that's a ridiculous deal. I would take Elliott all day out of those. I, I realize that Macklin is, uh, Macklin is, is good for. I mean, even last week, Macklin was. Macklin's good all the time. I like Macklin. Michael Thomas has eye outside, but Ezekiel Elliott is not a guy that you're. He's easily your best running back now, and I'm guessing that the rest of your wide receivers, they're even though they're weaker, uh, you could probably play matchups. I think there's a word for that, playing matchups week.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, exactly. I can't remember what that yeah, word it's is. It's called playing matchups, but I <laughs> but I agree. Yeah, I think, Mark, I think you should stay happy because I think you got Ezekiel Elliott, and you're in great
1: shape. Yeah, I, I like the Elliott side as well. Macklin is consistently a 13 to 20 back or receiver every week. Thomas, it remains to be seen. Ezekiel Elliott, I didn't like the yards per carry last week, but I like the amount of touches He's going to have a lot more good matchups than he does bad with that offensive line, so I like the Elliott side of that as well. Okay, we have let's see.
2: Uh, okay, here, pick two in PPR. All right, Jordy Nelson, Mike Evans, Doug Baldwin, or Mr. Shepard.
1: I have them um, just in that order for me. You know, you worry about Evans matchup, but but I did read much like. Washington is doing with Norman. They're not rolling Peterson over to Evans. They're, they're going to get him open. He's go, he's the guy there. You know Baldwin. I'm still kind of a wait and see. I don't know why I can't buy into Doug Baldwin, Jordy Nelson. Come on, it's Jordy Nelson. So I have them in that order. I, I, I'll stop that order.
3: Yeah, I have. I'm going to take Jordy and Evans here, but man, I am tempted with the Vikings defense to take take Baldwin over Jordy. The thing is. Xavier Rhodes is out, uh, so I think, the, I think that Jordy is going to be able to to do a little better than he might otherwise, so I'm, i i got to stick with Jordy and Evan. Those are your
2: studs. It's week two. Yep. Me too, no doubt.
1: All right, Jason from Cincy Boo, the enemy this week, Rick. I, I don't care for for Jason here. He's got a flex question and a PPR, Deshaun Jackson or Theo Riddick? Well, I'm
3: going to take Theo Riddick. Uh, he's just a ridiculous PPR back, and I think against Tennessee that uh, Detroit might have might have to use the middle of field with with Theo. I, I understand that Djax really really gets up for those Washington for those in division games, but I think Theo's is just more likely in PPR to to get you four five six catches.
2: I agree. I I like Riddick better. I mean, look, Deshaun Jackson, you may miss a touchdown. You may miss 110 yards, but 85 might be on one play and you know, you could get an egg from Deshaun Jackson as well. So I'm going Riddick. He seems safer and and he seems at least right now more productive.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree. I don't want to, I hate, I I just hate in general. I don't want to be chasing the touchdown And, and that's going to be the difference here. That'll set Jack Jackson apart. you yeah, let's just leave it at that. Go ahead, Rick.
2: Okay, um, am I crazy yeah. for for thinking Alex Smith over Jameis Winston this week? Oh, that's 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 the play.
3: Man, you're hearing that a lot this week. Am I crazy this quarterback scenario? Because the good quarterbacks have bad matchups, and the the average quarterbacks have good matchups. Uh, I don't think you're crazy at all. I I actually think I I might really consider it. Um, but ugh, I don't envy that call. I, I don't think I would, but I, I can understand considering
2: it. Yeah, I think I might roll with Alex Smith as well. I mean, this guy is like, and, and I don't have the stat right in front of me, but I remember reading it. He is like in the last, I don't know, three or four years, I think fourth as far as is running quarterbacks as mm-hmm. well. I mean, this guy can mm-hmm. move, and and he doesn't make stupid mistakes, and I, I think he'll be okay. I mean, Jameis Winston –
1: uh can light it up but they don't have a good matchup. I don't I just I don't like them heading to Arizona. Yeah. I don't happened. either. I, I like mean. Alex Smith in this this case. All right, Rick. Nick from North Crack wants to know which two receivers he should start in, and now leagues are starting to get too cute and a three quarter point PPR. Oh, what the hell's geez, the point of that? Spare me. <laughs> All right. Anyhow we need two out of T Y Hilton, Larry Fitzgerald or Willie Sneed. We need two? Snead and Fitzgerald. Yeah, that's...
2: I mean, you know, Hilton's banged up. They don't have a good matchup, and I I think even if Hilton's healthy, i take those other two anyway.
1: Maybe, (laughs) for right now. Seriously,
2: yeah. I mean, with what Snead did, and, you know, I think New Orleans is going to be in another shootout again today, and Fitzgerald's (laughs) Fitzgerald. Yeah, not only do
3: I have Snead and Fitzgerald, am, am I weird in thinking that Snead is the without question lost number one of that group for today? Oh,
1: right. right. I am starting to get the feeling now without all the jump balls in the end zone is it not starting to feel like we spend a lot of time on this show talking about why we're nervous about Brandon Cooks, why we used to be nervous about Marcus Colston, why we're worried about Michael Thomas. That You never know who it's going to be in that New Orleans offense. I am starting to feel like, again, without the jump balls in the end zone, that Willie Sneed's Jimmy Graham. He's that guy for Drew Brees. He's the safety valve. He's the one the plays are going towards. Sneed is very rapidly becoming a top 12 guy every single week in a PPR. He's getting there. I don't want to come out and say it yet, but he's getting there if that offense keeps rolling there. I agree. I,
2: I think Willie Sneed could be huge this year. I mean, I had a lot of Willie Snead stock last year, picking him up off the waiver wire. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to question, maybe I should have moved up around to try to get him this year. But, right. uh, you know, he, he – he looks huge. Okay, here we have another little um, trade question, folks.
1: Ooh, a lot of trades. Right. Everybody Everybody's to starting to panic blow here. Blow it up. It's week two. Blow it up.
2: I am thinking about offering a ligmate, Phil Rivers, and Emmanuel Sanders for Cam Newton. Should I?
1: Yeah, offer it. He's going to tell you to pound it up your can, but go ahead and offer it.
3: Really? Yeah. This, this guy must be really deep at wide receiver to afford losing Sanders. Uh, I, I mean, I would do it if I could
2: afford the hit at wide receiver. Yeah, de- depending on what this guy has, the other the Cam Newton guy, depending on what he has at wide receiver, I, I'm tending to think maybe he's a little thin or something, which he throws in there. I mean, Phil Rivers, you know, 4,500 yard guy plus an Emmanuel Sanders. You know, I have to that, think about that, but you don't know who the guy has. I'm not giving up Cam.
3: I did see that stat uh, after Keenan Allen got injured that Philip Rivers last year with Keenan Allen was like a top-eight quarterback. And without Mm. Keenan Allen, he was a top-25
2: quarterback. Right. So, So, yeah, should should you offer it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the guy, like Rick says, is probably going to tell you to pound it. But, yeah,
1: should you offer it, go for it. Absolutely. All right, what do we have here? Dan from New York needs two out of Sproles, Woodhead, and Ware in a half-point PPR. That's kind of a dumb question. It's Woodhead and Ware. Yeah,
2: I mean, don't call the listeners dumb, but I mean...
1: Well, he's not dumb. His question's dumb. Okay.
3: Well, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I understand the Sproles matchup Monday night, and he out-snapped he out Ryan Matthews, but he actually didn't have that much production. I I, I think it's got to be Woodhead and Ware. I I don't think it's particularly close either.
2: (laughs) Okay, that was easy. All right, standard question: Victor Cruz, Rashad Perryman, or Muhammad Sanu? Yuck! Uh I think I'm going Sanu. I saw. Yeah. I I like the production that Matt Ryan gave him last week, and um, you know I I think it's going to continue. I have to go Sanu in this this one.
1: Yeah, he's looking all the world like Roddy White in that offense, right? And they're they're gonna be able to move the ball. I think they ultimately lose this game, but yeah, I'll round it out. I'll make it uh I'll make it unanimous. All right, Pat from Jersey, Q B quandary. I, I think I had this question four different times, Rick, so this is to all you that asked it. Q B Wilson or Matt Ryan.
2: Hmm. I think I'm going Matt Ryan. Not that I think yeah. he's a quarterback but but if ryan is even nursing an ankle i mean just the matchup that atlanta has i think they're going to lose but i
1: think they're going to score points i think matt ryan won't hurt you yeah i I think it's a safer play there's I don't see Russell Wilson going out and throwing for 300 and running for 60 and having four total touchdowns. I just don't see that happening with – I know they took him off the injury report, but with whatever that limitation is going to be, as bad as L.A. was, they're not going to be that bad. They're going to be up for it first game in L.A. in 100 years or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Matt Ryan here. I think he's the safer play. Okay. Yeah. Seattle – Seattle – uh has the
3: the Seattle Rams game has the lowest over under of the week, and with him, Gimpy, he might not have rushing yards. And they they always seem to have like seventeen thirteen type games. Atlanta has one of the highest over unders the week. Give me Ryan. It it feels weird betting Wilson, but give me
2: Ryan. All right, I've got some quarterback questions here. We got to get moving because we only got a couple minutes, and I've got to run anyway. But Mariota or Tannehill? Mariota. Mariota. Okay, me too. That's three.
1: All right. Uh, last one. Let's end on a good one. Dirk from Maryland needs two in a standard. And that's what makes this interesting Ugh. to me. Carlos Hyde. No. Doug Martin. Jeremy Hill or Danny Woodhead? Woodhead and Martin. Yeah, I think even in a standard, yeah. I agree. I'm still going to roll Woodhead. I think I the yardage I got, is just Wood-
3: a- Woodhead, I mean, I got Martin number one. Uh, right. line of that tough matchup, Cincinnati Pittsburgh, mm, I guess Martin Woodhead. I'm I'm more I'm iffy on the second shot. one than you guys, but yeah, Martin Woodhead.
2: Well, I agree with you. It, it is a little you know, especially when we saw, you know, Melvin Gordon score twice, you know, down in the red zone. But you know, I I don't want no part of hide this this week. I think nope. they're gonna get their doors blowed off. And um and who was the other one, Rick? I forget. Uh, Jeremy Hill. Yeah,
1: Jeremy Hill. This is a I Gio mean, Bernard game. This is a Bernard. He could, be. could get in the end zone, but I'm not going to get caught yeah. Gio that touchdown. I that got you. It. I all right. Well, Mr. Scott Fish, we thank you for joining us. We de- definitely great to hear from you. Why don't you tell everyone where they can track down a celebrity such as Scott Fish? <laughs> Total uh, At Scott Fish 24. It's I'm way to find. You, apparently.
3: <laughs> you stepped
1: all over yep. his place. Come on. At Scott Fish 24. Or Scott, we appreciate it. Hope we can do it again next week. Yeah, thanks a lot, thanks a lot guys. This is fun. Uh, all right, have a See
2: good day. See you, Scott. Stream yourself this week. <laughs> Rick, you are just <laughs> brutal
1: to the poor man. That's my boy, Scott, man. You know, you can't give him crap. What what fun is it? I guess. Uh, all right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck this week and week two. At Asylum Football on Twitter, AsylumFootball Football Gmail dot com. We will answer any question you have right up until kickoff. We'll be back Thursday, eight o'clock Eastern on the Arena Sports Network, Arena Sports Network, Arenasportsnet dot com, dot com to get the, the uh, stream there. Enough said, right? You got it, man. Take till, care. Till Thursday, we'll see you.
2: Take care.
0: with you in this then on southern and singing mark and tucker we were falling in love loving the sweetheart of summer she had to ride up and do the chapel my truck and said like fire in. hey. you up sing baby you my own way